are. Get your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards. Oh, man. Rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double figure scoring. And the ones who pitch a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twist take the lead 2 1. Nelson Cruz golfing a 1 2 pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! Right to Dalvin, turns it up to the end zone, touchdown! What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live and direct from the Situation Room on a Sunday night. Gov, what are you talking about? Sunday night, yes, sir. Sports done right because I gotta talk to you, man. This Vikings game bullshit gophers yeah they eat they eked out a win but gopher fans still feeling like they're walking on thin ice with this team we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about the big 10 the sec props to the kentucky wildcats man look at them coming out of nowhere to take care of business against florida um so congratulations to them Alabama doing what Alabama does, which is dash the dreams of Lane Kiffin down there in Mississippi. And Mississippi came into that game. They were about to crack the top 10. It's all looking good. And all of a sudden, Ole Miss goes to Alabama and gets that wake-up call. So Alabama, it's theirs to lose as of right now. We're going to talk about Big Ten polling just came out the big 10 teams in a very good position let's see if one of these teams can actually finish it this year and maybe sneak in a little national championship but um alabama is definitely gonna have something to say about that we're gonna get into this vikings game oh man what a disappointment um we're gonna talk about some other NFC games as well because guess what Chicago wins Green Bay wins Green Bay look Green Bay all of a sudden and this is going out to my friend Shannon on Twitter uh, make sure you check her out um, because Shannon is never met Shannon we've kind of gone at it back and forth over Twitter here the past couple years she seems like a very very nice lady cutest dimples in the world but she's a Packers fan who has Photoshop, and she loves taking pictures of the sports governor, 
throwing a little green and gold, putting that little stupid Packer G on the head, or putting me in Brewers gear or Badgers gear, whatever the hell it may be. But anyway, Shannon, appreciate you, my friend. Um, hopefully, we can meet Shannon in in, in person sometime. But um, she, yeah, she is a trip. Make sure you follow her at Shannon RN because I guess she is a nurse. So Shannon RN is her handle on Twitter. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, all in good fun, of course. And with that being said, Sports in the City podcast, Sal Spice, Haley, doing big things over there. Um, really like how their show's coming along. Um, we're going to be lining up guests here on Sports Done Right. And let me kind of give you, before we get into the sports tonight, because I, I'm definitely going to get to that, but just to kind of tell you, because normally we build this show as Tuesday night. I've been thinking about that. In my real life, I'm a Medicare insurance agent. We have what's called the annual enrollment period coming up. So basically, this is where we do the bulk of our work. Um, we're going to be hustling and bustling day in and day out. Um, from next week to basically the end of the year. So in terms of trying to figure out where the best position to show, like I told you before, I'm going to get in where, where, where I can. But I think I'm going to be looking more on the weekends now because I really, you know, I want to be a little more timely instead of sitting around to Tuesday night. You know, the Gophers play on Saturday. That's almost four days. Um, Vikings, you know, that's, that's two days and we're already looking towards next week. So to come on and kind of recap the game today, eh, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out with that being said, like I said, the Packers won today, uh, Chicago won today. So with this Vikings loss, man, um, really in a bad situation, uh, let's get into it. Vikings go down to the Cleveland Browns, 14 to seven. Cleveland goes to three and one. You flip that around, you got our Vikings record, homie, one and three. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 20 for 38, 203 yards, one interception, uh, which broke his streak. He had thrown, I think, just over 200 passes without an interception. He had one touchdown. Dalvin Cook, the ankle still not 100%, I think. Uh, he looked like he may have tweaked that again, but... It, uh, he had nine carries. Yeah, yeah, you know, he only had 34 yards. Uh, Alexander Madison, uh, he only had 20 yards. K.J. Osborne rushed one for 20. Uh, Cousins tried a couple times. He got nothing. But let me tell you what this is about. And this is the other thing as well is you, you have to give props. You have to give props to the Cleveland defense. I mean, that's... That's, you know, that's where it starts. That's where it ends, everything else. Um, Cleveland's defense just came in here and, and worked some magic, man. Uh, we opened up the game terrific. That was probably the best opening drive I've ever seen. Now, I, now I won't say ever seen Minnesota do, uh, but it, it was up there. I mean, right down the field. Cousins is looking good, looking like exactly, you know, um, you know, looking very good doing his thing. And all of a sudden, man, it was just like, damn, this is, this might be all right. I like the way this game is looking. Then all of a sudden, well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, defense was phenomenal. Uh, 
Jadavian Clowney and crew came in. Uh, I hope he's not injured too bad because um, he's he's really phenomenal. But this Cleveland defense really just came in and, and did a number. Nick Chubb had over 100 yards rushing again. And it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, you know, a lot. But Cleveland comes in and ekes it out. And by the way, Baker Mayfield didn't play that great either. So, you know, to, to um, blow this opportunity, let's say, was, was really big. I'm pulling up his stats as we speak. Yeah, he only threw for 155 yards. No touchdowns from uh, Baker. No interceptions. As we said, Nick Chubb. And don't and you got to love that backfield, Chubb and Hunt, man, for Cleveland, uh, real nice between them. Uh, Nick had a hundred yards, Kareem Hunt had sixty nine yards, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. had four yards on on one rush, and then you go to the receivers. Um, Odell only had twenty seven yards, um, no touchdowns through the air, as we said, but Cleveland owes it all to their defense today, man, because. I, I was just impressed. You know, I was on the show earlier today. Uh, shout out to Jungle Brother over there on Real Cast Radio. Uh, always happy to call into his show and talk football with him. But as I was telling him, man, I mean, this was just a shut down effort by the Cleveland Browns on the Minnesota Vikings. That's all this was. They were all over the field. They were in Kirk's face. They were in Dalvin's face. Our offensive line regressed. Um, I was on Vikings Twitter throughout the game. A lot of Swiss cheese emojis out there in regards to the Vikings offensive line. And this is what happens because if you can't protect Kurt, when you get him out there, that's where you get that scared Kurt and Kurt that gets real indecisive. And and he didn't make a lot of bad plays, at least today, but he was under pressure. And he's not going to perform well, obviously, um, when you have one of the NFL's top defenses honing down on your ass like that. Offensive line woes continue, like I said. I don't know. I mean, we're, we were so used to having stellar offensive lines in the Twin Cities up here in Minnesota and Vikings country. And now it seems like it's just patchwork all over the place. You know, you got a couple good players, then you get some bad players, and then we're going to switch positions and left guards become right tackles, so on and so forth. I don't get the shit, but, you know, whatever. And excuse the language, but I, I'm, I'm upset because I, you got to play better. You got to play better, man. And... You know, to have, and that was just, like I said, to have such a, a fantastic opening drive down there at U.S. Bank Stadium, and then to just get the clamps put on you put on you for the next three quarters. And our defense did a great job, held them to 14 points, three points in the second half. But it just, again, goes to show you on that Cleveland Browns side on their defense what they were able to do. And, I mean, just impressive. I mean, just impressive. And, you know, if you're a team like the the Browns and you're looking to take that next step, you know, you're, you're going to have to win ugly games like this. Jadavian Clowney, 
Mac Wilson, Malcolm Smith, Miles Garrett. All phenomenal players. This defense is stacked. I just pulled it up here, you know, as I wanted to give everybody their due. Greg Newsom, the uh, the second, Ronnie Harrison Jr., John Johnson, the third, Malik McDowell. I mean, a lot of really, really good players in the dog pound here. Um, and they were all over the Vikings. You know, just when the Vikings seemed to get something going, they shut it down. You know, Justin Jefferson, you know, he was he was getting some nice looks today. Got our one and only touchdown. And, you know, he caught for, he had six receptions for 84 yards. Thielen had three catches for 46. Uh, K.J. Osborne had three catches for 26. And Tyler Conklin, the tight end, had four catches for 18 yards. Just shut us down. That's all it was. A, A superior defense coming in to U.S. Bank Stadium and just putting their foot in the ass of the Minnesota Vikings. And and really, I mean, that's why I don't I don't have a lot to say about this. You know, it was just disappointing because there just there just seemed there wasn't a point in that second half where I just felt really good about the Vikings. And now you're looking at one in three. And it sucks. You know, last, you know, they pulled themselves out of a one in three hole last year. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that this year. And just bear with me here. I am a one-man show tonight. So here's the thing. We got the lifeblood coming in of the NFL, the Detroit Lions. And before I start talking crap about the Lions, because we definitely had some interesting games with them, If you can't beat the Detroit Lions right now, you may need to wrap it up because then they hit the road. They're at Carolina. Then you got the Cowboys coming to town, the lo and behold resurgent Dallas Cowboys, at least for right now. And then they hit the roads in week nine and 10 to Baltimore in week nine. They're out in Los Angeles at the Chargers on the 14th of November. Um, Expect a lot of Vikings fans out there, by the way, wanting to go check out SoFi Stadium. New gig out there for the new stadium for the Rams and Chargers. And then, oh, by the way, you come home, you got Green Bay. You hit the road again. You're at San Francisco. Um, later in the year, you got the Steelers coming to town. They may not be the same Steelers that we know, but you got the Rams. You got the Packers again, Broncos. This is not an easy schedule. And at one in three, Let's say they get to two and three. If they even go two and four, if they lose that Carolina game, this is going to be real hard to dig out of, my friends. So, um, you know, those are my thoughts on the Vikings game today. Just really, really disappointed in the in the effort. You know, well, 
I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that even. I mean, it was just this defense. I'm watching this game, man, and the sports governor, Vince Wright, that's me, just impressed. And by the way, you can follow Sports Done Right on Twitter. Follow me at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one at the Big after the Big Smooth. But I just color me impressed, man. And if the Cleveland Browns can get that offense going again, you know this may have been an off week for them. But if they can get that offense going, Pittsburgh down. Cincinnati might be okay, but I mean that division is totally totally up in the air so we'll see what happens there like i said um green bay packers they won today over pittsburgh um i'm just gonna run through let's see here waiting for the big game tonight tampa bay going to new england brady going back quote unquote home Cincinnati with a big win over Jacksonville, 24-21. The Jets, look at that. The Jets finally get a win over Tennessee, and I know Tennessee's got to be pissed. I watched a little bit of that game at the start of overtime. Should have wrapped that one up, Tennessee, but lo and behold, the New York Jets finally find a way to win a game. Kansas City, 42-30 over Philadelphia. The Dallas Cowboys are winning football games, and look at this. They beat Carolina today. Stop the Sam Darnold Express train and all the hype that's been going his way, 36-28. to 28. In overtime, the New York football giants, that's right, Jersey Vern, Jungle Brother, G-Money, he's a Giants fan. They get the win, 27-21 over the Saints. Um, Chicago, they get the win today over Detroit. Justin Fields got the start, twenty-four to twenty-one. Buffalo, the huge shutout, forty to nothing over Houston. Miami loses to Indianapolis today, twenty-seven seventeen. The Washington Football Team over Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, what you gonna do? ATL, ho, thirty-four to thirty. Seattle, Russell Wilson, you just, you know, this is what he does. He has a, you know, a bad game. He comes back, takes out San Francisco in Frisco, 28-21. Arizona beat Los Angeles, uh, 37-20. Kyler Murray, man, he's my fantasy quarterback, so I'm all the way with him. But, man, he is just impressive. Um, People saying he shouldn't even be looking at the NFL. Go ahead, take that baseball contract. That's where you need to be. But, man, Arizona is a for real squad. 20, or excuse me, 37-20 to 20 over the Los Angeles Rams today. Green Bay, as we said, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Green Bay 27-20. Baltimore um, with the win as well over Denver. Teddy Bridgewater gets knocked out of that game with a concussion. The Ravens. Um, with a big win, 23-7. to And what can you say? That game was out in Denver. Lamar Jackson went 22 for 37, 316. One inter, or excuse me, one touchdown, no interceptions. And oh, the old Viking, Lat- Latavius Murray, he's still hanging around. 59 yards, he led the rushing charge there. But the Ravens, and again, that's a team the Vikings going to face off later this year as well. Ooh, it's just not going to be easy uh, moving forward here. Okay, so we are 20 minutes into the show. Um, 
going to take a very, very quick break. I want to say what up to everybody out there again. This is kind of a surprise pop-up show. This is Sports Done Right, your favorite sports podcast out of the great state of Minnesota. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of this state. Duly elected, um, always always running for re-election, but nobody wants to oppose the sports governor. Not, I get it, I get it. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into college football. There's some things I want to talk on there. Obviously, we're going to get on, get into the Gophers, this bullshiggity play calling from P.J. Fleck and uh, the offensive coordinator. With that, we'll be right back. This is Sports Done Right. Hey, guys. This is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota. And I'm here to tell you guys about pick and shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're going to get 20% off when you use the promo code NORSTAR. Get 20% off right now when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. You can relax now. The Max is in control. Chances all I get if I get a chance at all. When the going gets tougher, 
Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. That's me. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, the lovely Tree Taylor on the vocals there. All right, let's get to this, man. 
college football, so much happening. Florida takes down Kentucky. Bama seems unstoppable. And lo and behold, at least for right now, at this very moment in time, there is a rise within the Big Ten. And before we talk to the, before we talk Gophers, excuse me, let's talk a little bit about the conference as a whole, and we'll hone in on the Gophers and that game against Purdue yesterday. And I'll give you my thoughts because the sports governor still not a happy Gopher fan slash season ticket holder. All right, so Penn State, Iowa. What can you say? I mean, this this is something. As of right now, Iowa is ranked number three in the country with a suffocating defense. I mean a suffocating defense. Penn State, 5-0 and as well. They're coming into Iowa City, and they're coming in with thoughts of finally, this is the year we can get past Ohio State and Michigan and get us back to the Big Ten championship game representing the east side of this conference. Iowa looking to do the same on the west. So in a sense, these games can kind of cancel out a little bit. But man, I cannot wait for this one. As of right now, Iowa opens as a three-point favorite in Iowa City over Penn State. I know all kinds of Penn State people loving that number and jumping over it already. Um, James Franklin, phenomenal job. Doesn't seem to be interested in the USC gig as of now anyway. And Penn State just keeps winning. Um, you know, the crowds are back at Penn State. This is their, look, this is their year. If they can't beat Ohio State this year and, and represent the East, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I said that on the show a few days ago. Speaking of Ohio State, they're now back up to number seven in the country. They're right back poised on that college football playoff. They get Maryland coming into the horseshoe um, Tua's little brother is, you know, Maryland is four and one, a somewhat deceptive four and one record, but I, you know, Ohio state is opening at 19 and a half. The over under is 69 points. Um, may want to look at the under on that, but 19 and a half Ohio state should, should easily cover that so look for Ohio State to go five and one depending on what happens they may move up something else that's going on here is at Michigan State and I wanted to take a second because you know we've we talked about it before and we haven't talked about it recently but again the plight of the black head coach in in really any sport but particularly football because there's so many black football players but man, I'm going to tell you something. Mel Tucker up at Michigan State is doing a phenomenal job. He has them undefeated as well. They're number 11. I mean, look, we got five teams in the top 11 of these polls right now. And Mel Tucker is doing a phenomenal job up at Michigan State. I wanted to bring him some love. Um, you know, he used to coach the D-backs down in uh, Georgia. And, you know, it just shouts out, long as he ain't playing Minnesota, I wish him all the success in the world. And by the way, all of a sudden, Michigan, Michigan State, that's a game that's going to be interesting to watch as well. Let's go down. Let's talk this coming week. We got Michigan and Nebraska. Now, Michigan coming off of a huge win up at Wisconsin this past weekend, um, sending the Badgers to one and three um, so far this year. 
Uh, Michigan, 5-0, ranked number nine in the country. And all of a sudden, down there in Lincoln, Nebraska, look, they ain't going to the Rose Bowl or anything. But now all of a sudden, they've evened up at 3-3. Three and three, Really put an ass whooping on Northwestern. Now, Northwestern has problems all over this year. Uh, you know, they are a truly down team, but that's what you do when you have a truly down team. Take notes, Golden Gophers. You beat the piss out of them. And that's what Nebraska did. And now all of a sudden, all me and my friends that were having so much fun at Nebraska's expense just two lowly weeks ago. Now, you know, the Gophers... Listen, none of the rest of their games are gimmies, and Nebraska's going to be up here a week from Saturday. And if they show good or pull the upset against Michigan next Saturday at 6.30 p.m. on ABC, then watch out because all of a sudden, Gophers better be ready. Michigan is a six and a half point favorite in that game. Michigan State, by the way, they get Rutgers. Um, you know, we talk about the Greg Schiano thing at Rutgers. I don't think it's ever going to really work out there. Rutgers three and two. However, Michigan only a two point favorite in that game, and that's at Rutgers. So interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, then that leads us to the Badgers. Uh, Badgers, they take on Illinois down in Champaign. Uh, Illinois next weekend. We got Wisconsin eight and a half point favorites. And I'm going to tell you something here, man. And and this is what kind of sucks is with Wisconsin being down, and I'm going to tie this into the Minnesota thing here in a minute. Wisconsin's down again, not getting good quarterback play at all. Um, you know, it was supposed to be them, and it still may be between them and Iowa. But right now, obviously, Iowa, the huge front runner out of the Big Ten West, and Wisconsin trying to figure some things out all of a sudden. Um, you know, Mertz hasn't really worked out there in terms of uh, being the quarterback. Uh, don't know if he's going to hold on to his job there. Uh, Malusi's rushed for three hundred thirty-two yards. I don't know. I mean, they're okay players. They're just, Wisconsin just isn't getting what Wisconsin usually gets. Um, so, again, Wisconsin, eight and a half point favorites. And stay tuned. I mean, they could they could turn that ship around down there. Um, as for Illinois, however, um, Brett Bulema, he's going to need some time. Um, he has them at two and four right now. But, again, it's it's going to take time. And I'll be I'll be real interested. I don't know what the situation is in terms of Illinois football. You know, how did their facilities stack up? I, you know, I know it's a great campus. I've had friends that have gone to Illinois and and rave about the actual college and and you know the the party scene, all that stuff. But how do they stack up with the rest of the of the conference? I mean, Minnesota just spent two hundred million dollars on the Athletes Village here, even. You know, so we got brand new facilities. With that being said, the sports governor, Vince Wright, and again, this is Sports Done Right coming to you on a Sunday night edition here. We're going to wrap up here in just a few minutes as I want to check out this game going on over in Foxborough, see what Brady can do um, going back up against his uh, former team. 
But I'm going to tell you something here about this Minnesota and Purdue game here. Minnesota won the game. Um, you know, that's that's all great and good and everything. And they needed to win. But I'm going to tell you something. The Minnesota Golden Gophers better figure out this play calling, um, just the, the runs up the middle that don't seem to really go anywhere. Um, I, and I get it. We saw the the fun, you know, the Purdue cheerleader doing the you know the belly flop into the the puddles yesterday. It was raining like a mofo down there at Purdue, um, down there in West Lafayette, Indiana. So I, I get it. You know, it's it, it's not perfect weather uh, conditions or anything like that. But the Gophers are just. I don't know. I just I can't figure them out. I I can't figure out PJ Fleck. These the play calling. Um. I I, I just I, I you can hear it in my voice. They won twenty to thirteen. But, you know Tanner still looks somewhat susceptible back there at quarterback. All of a sudden, uh, Dylan Wright wasn't it there because he had a former teammate of his from uh, high school. Uh, who was uh, killed, and so he went back home to Utah to um, help um, the family out and to mourn his friend. That's totally acceptable. We get that. But, man, you know, the Vikings, you know, you got, uh, uh, who is it, Span over there at tight end. I mean, guys like 6'7", 6'8". We got all these weapons. And, again, this offensive line that when you look at them physically, it's like how do you guys not open these holes and push people back? And protect the quarterback. And yet it's still happening. You know, this team, this offensive line, you know, people were talking about NFL quality uh, talent on this offensive line. No, no. Same with the defense. Defense is heating up. Defense is actually becoming a positive for the Gophers all of a sudden. But man. All of a sudden, man, it just doesn't seem right. Gophers have a bye this weekend. Like I said, they have Nebraska coming in a week from Saturday. They got to get some stuff figured out, man, because like I said, Nebraska, and even if Nebraska loses um, big, they could still come in here and take down Minnesota because Minnesota has shown you nothing consistently, and that's the issue. Nothing consistently. So none of the games on their schedule are gimmies by any means at this point. Uh, give me one second here. I'm actually pulling up their schedule here on the laptop. So, like I said, we got Nebraska coming in. Uh, let's see what else we have after Nebraska. They have Maryland. And I say Maryland can give you some issues just because they got to his little brother at quarterback and he runs all over the place. And they destroyed Minnesota last year. So, again, not given. At Northwestern should be a given. And, uh, you know, you always get a lot of Gopher fans. It's Halloween weekend, October 30th. They can go down, have a a blast in Chicago. So expect a lot of Gopher fans down October 30th at Northwestern. Illinois comes up here the following week. And then you you got these three. Now, Indiana is really kind of stunk this year and has really regressed. Not not as good as anybody thought coming off their stellar year last year. So you got 
you're on the road November 13th at Iowa and then obviously ending at Wisconsin. I don't know, man. I'm just very perplexed on the, to what um, is going on with PJ, the play calling, the offensive coordinator. Um, and Mike Sanford, he's on the hot seat. Or not, excuse me. Yes, he is really on the hot seat because it was a couple years ago, PJ made a flag. He actually brought in Joe Rossi, who's the current defensive coordinator. And that seemed to change the Vi- or the Vikings. The gopher season for the better a couple years ago, went on that great run, uh, finished a great year. But... It's just been very, very weird to watch this team. And that's all I can really say, man. I don't know. Look, listen, PJ's not in trouble by any means because who are you going to get to replace him anyway? I think PJ's a fine coach. I just, you know, the way the offense, they look over to the sidelines a couple of times before they even hike the ball. And I get a lot of teams do that little move now. Uh, a lot of people have educated me on Twitter. I still don't know what the the use of it is. I, I guess something about they have a couple of different plays that they can go with, and then they look over to kind of decide what they're going with there. But uh, Mike Sanford, he's got to get it figured out because Tanner Morgan is totally regressed under this guy's leadership as offensive coordinator. And this season is on the verge of going very south on the Minnesota fans and PJ Fleck as well. So they got to get it figured out, man. I just, um, I'm very disappointed. I'll be there rooting them on. But this has just been a very, very uh, um, strange season so far for Gopher football. Um, Going back, because I've been off here, um, the Bowling Green loss, uh, the way that they just did not show up mentally, physically, whatever for that game. And to to let a very, well, how can you call a team that beats you very bad? I, I won't give them that disservice, but, you know, compared to what they were on paper and where they were projected to be even in their own conference, yeah, a very bad team. And they just come in here and they, and they get the win. Uh, a bottom feeder MAC team like Bowling Green. So they really got to get going here because they got some teams coming in here that can still provide some embarrassing losses for the Minnesota Golden Gophers um, as well. So um, with that being said, I am going to wrap it up real quick here. Oh, real quick. I just, one thing I did want to do, if you bear with me one moment, um, is to give you the newly released top 20 college football teams. All right, so as of right now, and this is trying to see. This is the AP poll. You got Bama, obviously, number one. Look at this, though. Bama got 50, 53 first place votes. Georgia got nine first place votes. People really, obviously, you you know, you got Alabama. They're the dominant team. They're winning national championships left and right. Uh, Clemson and Ohio State are the only teams that have stepped in their way. So they really want Georgia to step up on that SEC side. They got nine votes. Like we said, number three is Iowa with that defense of theirs. And that's the scary part about Iowa. That offense hasn't played all that great yet. 
So that could be scary. Penn State at number four. Cincinnati, by the way, going into Notre Dame, shutting down the Irish. Uh, that was just personally very good to see. And also, I mean, Cincinnati is for real in this playoff push. Uh, they are number five. If they can finish out strong and with some breaks there, they could be in the top four. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a little sketchy, but, you know, there they are, number six. Ohio State back up to number seven. Oregon, um, number eight. Michigan, number nine. And so here's one, the BYU, the Cougars out of Utah, uh, rounding out the top ten. Uh, undefeated again, just kind of a sleepy giant out there in Mountain West land. And there's BYU. Um, Big Ten fans, Michigan State, number 11. Um, just Coastal Carolina, 15. Kentucky coming in at number 16. And that's really about it. Another surprise, a team to keep an eye on, Wake Forest in the top 20 again. They're at number 19. So college football getting very, very interesting. You're going to see a big push coming to expand this playoff. Let's say if this was expanded to eight teams now, now all of a sudden you take these top four, Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Penn State, throw in Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Oregon. So I think if you do expand it, I think eight is the number to go with. People are talking about 12, 16. There's some people that want to go higher than that and ter- try and turn this nonsense into like a the college basketball tournament. Can't do that. But either six or eight is what the number is going to be at. Book it from the sports governor. Um, and until and somebody beats Alabama. And by the way, before we get out of here, the Clemson Tigers have fallen out of the poll for the first time in forever, if you can believe that. So um, that is shocking as they get the knockout bell. All right, I'm going to get out of here. The first lady has just arrived. I hear her. She got home. She was gone this weekend, so I'm going to go say hello to my lovely wife. I appreciate everybody hitting me up on Twitter. It has really been a blast. Um, Shouts out to 10,000 Takes. A phenomenal golf tournament last uh, week. Uh, back, uh, was it last Thursday? I had a blast with my team. We came in fourth place. Just need a couple, two, three more birdies. We could have could have made a, a big push. The wife had her team of ladies out there, and they were looking good. Wife dressing up like Wonder Woman, of all things. So you got to like that. But, again, these guys are doing big things. So make sure you're following them at 10,000 takes. That's 10,000, the actual number 10,000. Or just Google 10,000 takes. You'll find them on Facebook, Instagram, all over the place. Uh, Jake, Jack, everybody, boss, man, uh, all the the great folks over there. Tim, everybody, man, much love to the guys. And I'll be there next Sunday. They're having the Vikings watch party for that Detroit game. I'll be over at uh, Big Wood Brewery over in White Barrel Lake. Again, uh, Sports in the City podcast, Sal Spice and Haley doing a great thing. I will be a guest on Bobby Boucher's 50 Shades of of, uh, Boucher podcast coming up next week. And Amir's podcast as well. Um, We're going to actually record that tomorrow. So stay tuned. The Sports Gov going to be all over the place. And we got guests coming in here too. Alex Micheletti is going to be in here. We're going to try and get him in next week to talk some hockey. Uh, Wild, Blackhawks, everybody's playing each other again. 
Um, we got basketball starting up as well. So we're getting back to that point where all the sports are going to be back. Twin season ended today. At least they won, so they avoid the 90 loss mark. Uh, what can we say? It's baseball. Um, we will talk a little bit of baseball with the playoffs coming up. But other than that, just make sure you follow Sports Done Right on Facebook, on Twitter. Again, that's at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. All right, have a good Sunday, everybody. Be cool, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.